This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keipel, Vice President of CX of M and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and today I'm joined by... Bob Keipel. And we're, we're genuinely honored today um, to be joined by Eugene Murphy, who is the CEO of the mobile ethnography platform Indemo, um, which we're going to learn a lot more about today. It's a very in- innovative way to learn about consumers and their behavior. Welcome to the show, Eugene. And thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with you both. So, Eugene, before we start, um, can you talk a little bit about Indemo and your role specifically there and, like, how do you spell Indemo and that kind of basic stuff before we get going? Yeah, Indemo. So, I guess the genesis of Indemo is kind of, um, you know, being Indie moment, as they say, right? So, that's where the name came from, right? So, it's about really, what's the North Star of the business? Helping you understand these, these moments and these experiences, of your customers so that you can basically um, figure out what they really need, what they really do, and, you know, deliver more value and build a stronger business, right? So I'm the CEO, I'm the founder and CEO. Um, and I guess, you know, technically we position this as mobile ethnography, okay? But um, it is an in-the-moment um, research platform that allows you to remotely connect with the people you need to understand so they can show you what they're doing when they're doing us. Okay, um, and typically that would we start out I guess in qualitative research, um, but now uh, increasingly it's it's moving into experience research. So I think uh, especially in this new remote normal, this digital tsunami that we're in the middle of, I think on helping businesses understand uh, their customers remotely is is something that's keeping us very busy right now. That's awesome. Um, and Demo must really be on the cutting edge of understanding data and the social and mobile. And it sounds like you're trying to research how humans really behave in the context of the moment. Um, can you help our listeners understand what that looks like? Um, for example, just take us through the process of research and the tools that they're using and what the, what the client gets in the end. Yeah, but so if you think about it as a kind of a supply chain of understanding, Okay, so you've got a boardroom who's uh, looking at KPIs which are going north or south and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So whether that's an existing product or that, that's an opportunity space. Okay, so typically what they do is they commission either internal researchers or experienced designers or the CX teams to go and, and figure something out or they may work externally with consultancies. So in the, in the quality of the research side of things, it would be um, boardroom and insights department qualitative research consultancy going out to find consumers who fit their target personas um, and then research gets done over our technology. So I guess traditionally this would have been the focus groups or in-person ethnography. Um, Really what we're doing in this kind of, you know, I guess our genesis, we're mobile first. 
Okay, so people are tapping now before they're talking almost. So what we do is we help you do that kind of contextual qualitative research in, in a media-rich way using smartphones. So essentially, instead of flying researchers all over the, the world to figure out how customers are behaving, whether they're shopping or using your products, um, all that can be done now in a kind of an Instagram-style app and, a, and the dashboard just essentially looks like Pinterest but is, um, is built for research. Interesting. Um, so what, what particular customer experience challenges is, is your research technology and methodology particularly good at addressing? Um, it's very interesting. So this is relatively new for us. So if you go back, so we've been at this for about five years now. So, um, and we're evolving pretty rapidly, I would say quarterly, okay? So it's a very dynamic space. Um, at, the, at the center of our universe is, is kind of helping our customers understand their customers, okay? Um, so what are we solving, right? We're solving, um, I guess, the last mile of understanding, okay? Um, so our customers who come to us are typically data heavy. They've probably invested millions in big data, they're probably looking at Tableau visualizations um, and they're probably still no wiser as to what the human really needs or the human is really doing. So classic example is if you're looking at user logs or you're looking at Google Analytics and you've got churn points or uh, some unexplained action in logs or analytics, um, you know, if you're sitting there looking at, at big data, you've no idea who these human beings are. So really what we're trying to do is punch through all these layers of data, all the noise, to kind of take you from the, uh, the trend of the crowd to the voice of the one, okay? So really our positioning now is that we're this layer of kind of real-life multimedia data that goes on top of every other data stack you have internally to kind of help you bring the metrics to life. So uh, what, and what is that in reality? Just to give you an example. So a music label may come to us and they're getting partial data sets from a streaming provider. Okay, so, you know, and, and the, the data is almost obfuscated. Or, you know, we have a couple of clients that are, um, you know, if you're an OTT um, provider, um, you know, you're trying to figure out uh, why people, what people do when they move from one service to another. They have blind spots. So they typically come to us and then using kind of mobile ethnography. Sorry, what's, can, sorry, what's OTT? I don't know what that means. Over the top. So we'd say the streaming providers. Uh, okay. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So digital television, yeah. Okay. Um, so essentially these data, these technology first data heavy businesses, since their genesis, they've never really met their customers face to face. Okay, so that's reality, right? Mm. So what we're doing now is we're bringing the customer into the data set by doing this remote visual video based technography over mobile, so that in addition to looking at all these pie charts and graphs and analytics, mm -hmm. they can see human data videos of their customers doing what they're doing in the moment. Oh. And, and that combination is very strong. It's, it's like that is the video that brings all the pie charts to life. So what, what's, the yeah, what's the response to that? You know, uh, after looking at numbers and pie charts all these years to actually seeing human behavior, um, what, 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 what's the response in the C-suite? It's resonance, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's got to be. It's resonance. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I always knew it all along. My gut's telling me so. Nobody's been ever, ever able to prove it. So actually what it is, is it's, uh, it's, um, it's almost due diligence, it's proof. This is proof of human experiences, um, which basically allows you know, in the, the investors and businesses to say, mm -hmm. okay, now the data makes sense. Now I see the, uh, videos that have been mm -hmm. using our platform of people showing me 
what I kind of know to be true and the metrics have been telling me, but now I see it in real life and video, it's undeniable, let's invest into this. So what it does is it brings the customer to life. It is, um, as we say, it's, it's a, an infrastructure for empathy. Um, and it allows, you know, it basically fast tracks the actions that take place on the back of research, right, or, or insights. So um, I may be asking something you just kind of answered. We could go a little bit deeper into this. Um, can you just tell us what your technology tells researchers that other forms of consumer re uh, research don't do? Um, okay, so if we go to consumer research, the, the methodologies out there are, you know, in-person ethnography. One researcher flying to interview and observe one customer, okay? Okay. Um, that's quite expensive and very time consuming. Okay. And technically impossible right now. Um, very few people can afford that methodology. Okay. So it's traditional ethnography. The other opportunities are uh, focus groups. So instead of you flying eight locations, you fly to one location, get people in the room and let's have a conversation about what the topic is. Right. So that's your focus group that happens in two hours. The problem with that is it's eight strangers in the room. Um, not in their everyday context, talking probably about something that's happened last week, okay? So it's not contextual, it's not in the moment, and it's not private, okay? So, and then you've got surveys, you've got your analytics. So qualitative methodologies at the moment are either in-person ethnography, you might do a UX lab, or you might do a focus group, okay? Um, so what we see is deficiencies of those is um, the customers out of their context um, if they're in the lab, there's a few people looking over their shoulders. So there's a researcher present and you're changing behavior. Okay. With mobile ethnography, what it does is you've got the customer on their smartphone longitudinally over a week, typically taking videos of what they're doing when they're doing it. So if the topic is um, breakfast, instead of them saying, I have muesli every morning when they don't, you're getting video of what they have every morning. Okay. All right. So this is proof. This is video proof. So it's undeniable that you're not trusting name behavior, not trusting what they tell you. You're actually um, auditing what they show you and it's proven. So that's the whole proof element. And if there's a customer experience audit of, you know, typically somebody's um, setting up a new Wi-Fi box, how do you install that? Or you got a new set-top box for your TV, how do you install that? We can help you take videos if the customers actually install that and go through that experience and that journey. And it's, it's overwhelming. So we're working with some TV manufacturers at the moment. They're prototyping devices remotely. Uh, we're in a hotel in the Middle East at the moment where they're trying to understand the guest's experience while the guests are still in the hotel versus ranting about it on TripAdvisor next week. So it's really getting you closer to the experience, closer to the moment in the moment. And what I think the North Star of this is, can we intercept a positive or negative experience using our technology and help brands actually act on that and deliver us, okay? I hope, I hope that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so interesting about this sort of, sort of real-time aspect here. So, you know, traditional research, maybe you get a top-line, a cross-tab report or something like that, and then you get a full report sure. and opinion later on. But how much of your business is based on this sort of real-time type action like you just referred to with this hotel? Um, I think it's getting there. So it's asynchronous. So it's not live. So we're live right now. We're face to face. We're having this conversation. But the, the field of vision, the lens that we have right now is showing you the wall behind me. That's it. That's the periscope. Whereas when they're walking around with a smartphone, you're in the kitchen, you're in the store, you're at their workplace, you, you go everywhere with them. So the camera moves. So mobile is critical, right? Because it's, it's literally 
in their pockets, you're walking in their shoes, you can do it remotely. So the live aspect, the real-time aspect is, is actually the future business. Right now it's asynchronous. So somebody's standing in Walmart, they're taking a video showing you how they pick your product off the shelf and they're telling you why. They'll upload that uh, to our platform using the app. And the researcher is sitting there getting a desktop notification on their computer saying, you know, uh, Tom just uploaded a video. Researcher can get in, go look at that video and then comment on that video, ask the question while Tom is still in Walmart. So it, it's a bit like a private one-to-one -one Facebook for research. It's asynchronous. It's not like a Zoom call. It's more like posting something to Facebook and the researcher comments and Tom can comment back. So it's a private social networking technology used for experience research, I guess. That's probably the best way to Which Of course, people are more and more comfortable these days. So, so a lot of what you're talking about in terms of your research kind of reflects the omni-channel experience, right? Because you also, you're also capturing how people research and buy, buy online. What, you know, given the companies you're working with right now, what patterns do you see in the design and execution of omni-channel customer experiences, given what companies are learning about how we move between those two environments when we, when we shop? Yes, fascinating. So we're never privy to the downstream design, to be honest. So we're there at the kind of data capture, okay? Um, but what, so what are they researching? Um, and it's interesting, we were talking earlier before we came on about large companies being very siloed, right? So different departments, yeah. you know. So if, if you go to any FMCG brand, there's two teams. One team is the consumer team and the other team is the shopper team, Okay. Now, this always fascinated me, right? Um, so the same human being who's standing in their kitchen is handled by one team, and once they step into Walmart, they're handled by another, okay? So that makes no sense. So that's the silo problem that you guys mentioned earlier, okay? So our kind of frame of reference is let's orient on the human being, right? Because it's the human journey that you need to understand. So... Um, so what that is then is these omni-channel touch points. It sounds very technical, but really what it is, is what customers do, just follow the customer around and then they'll tell you what the channels are. So you can't think platform first, you can't think channel first, you have to think human first in your research and they'll tell you what they do. So the typical journeys right now is click and collect is just absolutely obviously exploding, right? But what we know for a fact is that the actual collect experience is extremely poor. Right, so it's a major, we do journey mapping. We have the capability in the technology. You look at any click and collect project and there's a dip at the collect and the pickup experience. So it's a massive problem. The other thing we're seeing right now is, um, is a lot of focus on returns, okay? So, you know, most people are focused on the funnel and the customer acquisition and the pre-purchase journey and how they select. Mm -hmm. But actually it's gone so downstream of that right now is that again, the journey doesn't end when they swipe the credit card. It actually only begins, I believe. And then as you take it home and as you get it delivered, it's not right, what's the, what's the return experience? So it's end to end from, as we say, from trigger to transaction. That's what we would have said last year, but now it's gone way beyond transaction to um, out of the box experience. Um, trying it out, consuming it, returning it, what's that experience like? So a lot of really, um, I, would say, I would say pioneering clients that we're working with right now have moved way from kind of the purchase journey to the actual post-purchase journey. And they're, and they're trying to figure out that experience right now. Because if you look at this with all these travel restrictions, you know, we blogged about it four weeks ago. Black Friday is, is, is dead now, right? It's all kind of Cyber Friday. So yeah, yeah. you just need to think, you think you need to think about that, right? Well, it's interesting too, because you know, with a focus on returns, it's an indication that the organization is, 
is thinking about the lifetime value of the customer and keeping that customer and keeping them loyal, which is, which is really encouraging. It's also a reflection of, of the, Am, Am, what, the Amazon effect um, and not just the ease of, of ordering, but also the ease of returns. So that, that, that's, yeah. that's fascinating. Well, this has been, this has been great, Eugene. Um, you know, I, I, I can actually, you know, I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do a webinar so that you can demo this all out because, you know, just talking about it doesn't do it justice. Um, mm -hmm. So tell you what, let's uh, a little bit down the road, we'll, we'll schedule this as a video session and then um, we'll launch it on CX of MTV. So, because awesome. we'd, love, we'd, love, to, we'd love to see your product. Um, in the meantime, listeners, you can find uh, Eugene on LinkedIn. Just search for Eugene Murphy, um, E-U-G-E-N-E-M-U-R-P-H-Y, and Indemo, I-N-D-E-E-M-O. And you can find, uh, find, find out more about Indemo at Indemo.com. Um, so thanks again, Eugene. A pleasure. We look forward to seeing you again soon. And listeners, thank, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.